You are now locked and loaded for daily fantasy glory. DFS lineup lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com, begins now. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Today and every day, we are brought to you by DailyRoto.com. It's Dane Martinez and the Tony Sincata. And Tony, sounds like the lineup you gave out last night in the NBA wasn't too shabby, huh? The people need to be starting to listen to the Tony Sincata. Yeah, we put up 332 last night, which put us uh, right up there in the top of a lot of the tournaments. So uh, people go out there and grab it. I'll tell you what, it's been a crazy day. I uh, got my work done early today, and then uh, it all went to uh, pot because, uh, you know, everybody's hurt tonight. Yeah, we do have a lot of injuries to some key players. It looks like the Durantula, Kevin Durant, is out. It looks like Al Horford. And then we get late word also about my guy to 3-6 Latvia. It sounds like Kristaps Porzingis will also be missing tonight's game. That because of an elbow injury, huh, Tony? Yeah, so basically he got a banged-up elbow. He's going to miss a game, too, against uh, Orlando Magic. And they've been getting up and down the court, and there's been a lot of offense there. So I think Enos Cantor and uh, Tim Hottaway Jr. will be the biggest beneficiaries of all those shots that Kristaps Pazingas usually puts up. See, it's a lot different in the NBA than the other sports. Like when you have a guy out in, you know, in the NFL, if a running back's out, it not, doesn't necessarily help a wide receiver. But you can have that happen in the NBA – where a big man, power forward center, could actually just free up more shots for a shooting guard. Fair enough. And as you know, Tony, Tim Hardaway Jr. has not shy about putting up the shots at all. What do you you think? If I gave you an over-under of Tim Hardaway Jr.'s shots, I know the guys down in the Fantasy Sports Dungeon were talking about this. Over-under on Hardaway Jr.'s shots tonight. Uh, 18. Uh, I'm going to go over, slightly over. Okay, fair enough. But you like I said, a decent line there. Yeah, it does look like Hardaway is going to be taking a lot of shots. So we will get to that game in a little while. We have five games on the slate in the NBA tonight. And then, as usual, because it is a Wednesday, after we finish the NBA slate, we will turn our attention to the running backs for Week 10. We got some interesting options there as well. Tony, I want to ask you something, because when I was looking at these games, a lot of these teams were in action yesterday as well making this the second of a back-to-back stretch. Where where do you look for when it comes to the second game of a back-to-back? Who does it impact the most? I, I think it, it basically a lot goes into it, too. How big was the travel? Where are they coming from? Is it the back, is back-to-back, but is it a four-game road trip mm-hmm. or is it a five-game road trip? Is it the front half? And even the front half, it can cause you problems because what happens is if a team gets down by 10, 12, 15 points, then all of a sudden they pull everybody out of the game and save them for tomorrow night. So it only is, you know, you have to take both into account because that becomes a problem. And that's a situation tonight where we have the Lakers are on the front end of the back-to-back and the Pacers and the Knicks now playing uh, the second night of the back-to-back. All right, so we will factor that in when we give you our takes. You can always follow along on Twitter as well, at the Tony Sincata at Spittin' Speeds. We'll be right back. We'll dive into this five-game slate in the association on a Wednesday. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata lineup lock live right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the DraftKings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Welcome back to Line of Block Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It is Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. We've got a five-game slate in the NBA tonight, so we're going to cover those games, and then we're going to turn our attention to the running back position for Week 10 of the NFL Fantasy Football and DFS season. But, Tony, I also know you're going to be giving me injury updates as we move along, and that's part of the reason you need to listen to Line of Block Live, okay? Because maybe you had Christoph Porzingis in your lineup, and where here to tell you that he will not be playing. There is news that breaks in this hour all the time about the games, and we are here to break it all down and give you that advantage for you to win a little bit of cash. Tony, our first game, the Indiana Pacers, they are in Detroit to take on the Pistons. The total in this game is 209. The Pistons are six and a half point favorites. You mentioned this being the second game of a back-to-back. When I look at Indiana, Tony, for some reason, like, I I think Victor Oladipo continues to stand out for me with his usage percentage and kind of under the radar as someone who is, you know, quite frankly, scoring as much as he is. 36 fantasy points a game, 27% usage. I like that. Yeah, so basically his price went down and he put up a good game in his last game. And I think it's down because of the matchup against Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley is one of the better defenders in all of the NBA. Um, that was the only thing that made sense to me. I'm not really loving this Indiana team on the back-to-back games. I think Thaddeus Young's okay to play. Uh, but Miles Turner, they say there's no minutes restrictions. He's got a tough matchup against Andre Drummond. I do like the Detroit side of things. Now, there's a situation here where Andre Drummond is going against Miles Turner, and he should be able to eat Turner alive. Right. He's going to be giving away uh, size, and he's going to give away – uh, just skill and ability. So I, I like Drummond in that one, but there's so many good options in the center tonight that I don't have Drummond in the lineup. It could cost me down the run, but they're, the top four plays are all centers tonight, so it's a crazy situation. Daddyus Young, I mentioned over there. Tobias Harris is a guy that could play from the perimeter and uh, play down low, so he could be a guy uh, that tonight could use. I'm not using him either. And we're waiting for Detroit injury news. There was some talk. Uh, that we could have a situation where Reggie Bullock would be out tonight. Uh, so I'm waiting to get clarification on Detroit's uh, injury news. Uh, Tolliver would be a $3,500 guy that could be uh, played in your lineup tonight as well in that game tonight. So I like the Detroit side in this game. All right, fair enough. Let me ask you a follow-up, though, Tony, because, you know, I'm trying to learn from you. I aspire to be the Tony Sincata when I grow up. Yesterday, Tony, you liked a lot of parts of this Pacers team. You know, you recommended everyone from Thaddeus Young to Miles Turner to Darren Collison, Oladipo as well. What changes? Is it the second game of the back-to-back? Is it the opponent? Is it matchups at specific positions? What makes you go from really liking a lot of the Pacers last night to not not so much tonight. 
So last night, it's basically it was a pace situation last night where they were playing the game at a high pace, and they were underpriced across the board. Uh, tonight, with only five games slate, and the injuries that are set in tonight have caused a lot of cheap guys to be out there. Uh, so the, these guys that were bargains last night, they're not bargains tonight. That's the crazy part about DFS, right? These salaries come out two days ago, right? So we saw these salaries come out yesterday, and then all of a sudden Kevin Durant's out, mm -hmm. creating value within uh, Stephon Curry and uh, Drummond Green and uh, Clay Thompson. Those guys would be priced higher if Kevin Durant was out for a longer period of time. Same thing with Kristaps Pazingas. Instead of getting Hardaway for 6100 he'd be about 7500 if they knew he was out of the game. Alright, fair enough. Well, let's go to that game. The next game on the slate is the New York Knickerbockers and going to Orlando to take on the Magic. Tony, this is now a battle of two teams that I believe are 6-4, and four, something like that. And technically, I know it's early to talk this way, occupy the third seed in the East right now with a tie of yeah. Orlando and New York. I know you would have never thought of that. Let's see how long that stays the case. I doubt it will be the same by Thanksgiving. But in this game, the total is 217.5. The Magic are 5.5-point favorites at home. Knicks now second game of a back-to-back. You mentioned, but you also mentioned this kind of uh, inefficiency here. Without Kristaps Porzingis, you mentioned Hardaway. Is there anybody else that might get a boost for the Knickerbockers? Yeah, I like Hardaway and Enos Kanter for sure there. And then uh, we did not expect Alfred Payton to play for Orlando. He's going to start at point guard. Um, Jarrett Jack is a guy uh, that doesn't play enough, but his price is low enough he'd be in consideration. But I like Courtney Lee. Uh, there, Evan Fournier is a guy that likes to play a lot of offense, not a lot of defense. I like Courtney Lee there. I like Tim Hardaway and Enos Cantor are the three guys uh, there. On the other side, against the Knicks, Nikolai Vukovic uh, should have a field day with no Kristaps Pazingas there. I think Aaron Gordon is going to have no one that would uh, come out there and cover him. And Terrence Ross is a cheap salary, and he's either hot or cold, and he's been cold all year long. If you wanted to take a shot on him at only $3,500, he's worthy of it, but it's, it's basically a, it's a big gamble. So to me, it's Gordon, it's Vukovic, it's Cantor, Hardaway, and Courtney Lee. Let me ask you a little bit more about Courtney Lee, Tony. You know, I see him at a kind of cheap price at 4200 on DraftKings, but I know that he's not really involved in the offense as much. I look at his usage rate, and it's only it's below 15%. Is this purely because KP is out tonight? You expect him to get more of those shots? Yeah, so he's a guy that's been throughout his career, one of those guys that can be a, a hot and cold shooter, and he can bomb with the best of them uh, from downtown. And now they'll be seeking offense. Out of the offense now, 31% of the usage rate with Chris Dobson is gone. out of the offense. <laughs> So we should get Courtney Lee up to 20% tonight. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, when you take out such a big piece of the production like we have tonight with Kristaps Porzingis, there is going to be opportunity elsewhere. If you could find the right guy who sucks up some of that usage, you could be in a position to cash tonight in the association. Hey, Tony, let's go to our next game. And it is like, you know, the preeminent kind of uh, – what used to be a rivalry in the NBA. The Los Angeles Lakers come to Boston to take on the Celtics. The total for this game is 212. Celtics are nine-point home favorites. I got to ask you about my guy, Tony. When I look at true shooting percentage, 
and I see Kyle Kuzma's true shooting percentage is 64%. That makes me want to get him in the lineup. I don't care how many he's putting up. They're all going in for the rookie out of Utah, Kyle Kuzma. Tell him he's tell me he's viable tonight, Tone. Oh, he's viable. And I'll be honest, he was in all my lineups this morning, right? Because of all these injuries, he's fallen his way out of some lineups because it would just be be better bargains. But absolutely, he's in play. He played 31 minutes, 32 minutes in the last two games. He is the guy, if I take a Laker, he's the one that you start everything out with against the Boston Celtics. Now, there's a Celtic injury tonight. Al Horford, Mm. the starting center, is out. Uh, so he, they don't rebound as it is, right? And Brooke, Brooke Lopez, he don't go anywhere near the uh, the basket. I mean, he's a seven-foot uh, gentle giant. So Kyle right. Kuzma can get some rebounding, get some good shots there. I like the Celtics side of things. Kyrie Irving today was going to be the number one point guard. Uh, I moved him down to number two because of Stephon Curry. Uh, we'll get more shots without Kevin Durant in there. I think you look at Aaron Baines at center at the $3,500. He'll come into play. And Marcus Morris will be more relied on. He's a guy that I think should be the highest-owned player tonight at 4000 bucks. The only thing is there is some risk. What happened is he just come off an injury. They've been holding him to about 23 minutes per game. Right. But he did not play in the last game resting for this game. I think with Al Horford out that he might get 27, 28 minutes. And at 4000 I really think he has a chance at 30 points tonight. Interesting. Let me ask you about the young kid out of Duke, Jason Tatum, as well. Because I know it's a bit a different pricing on the two main sites. He's 5700 on FanDuel and 6200 on DraftKings. So if you're over on FanDuel, what do you think about Jason Tatum at a cheaper price? I think at both places he's uh, viable tonight okay. because he's going to get more rebounds than he usually does because of the Al Horford injury. So at the $5,700 on FanDuel, uh, I think he comes in play. And he's only got 15% usage rate so far this year. And when you look at that, you say, oh, where, you know, that's just not enough. We want more. I, I get it. And that's with Al Horford being out. You're going to jump that up there. One other guy I didn't mention is a guy that doesn't start for the Celtics. Uh, Marcus Smart is a guy that tonight you can absolutely play. Uh, he's a guy that's not a lot of good shooting guards in the performance tonight. The Lakers turn the ball over a lot, and he gets a ton of steals. So on DraftKings, he's at 5,300. I think he's in play over there. Fair enough. Remember, Tony, I was enamored by the true shooting percentage of Kuzma at 64%. Their, uh, their rookie point guard, Mr. Ball, his true shooting percent is south of 36%. Tony, <laughs> the question is, do you think he's preoccupied with his, bu- his brother's sticky fingers in China? You know what's crazy about that? Uh, he actually got asked about it today, and he says he hasn't had any contact with his family uh, since that happened. I don't know if that's true, but that seems like an interesting answer, uh, one that would be hard to make up. And do you think, you know, I found out that, um, I think it was Mike Cardano told me, he thinks Ball the Ball Kid is innocent. He was just stealing his own sneakers, kind of like OJ did in Las Vegas, getting his own stuff back. Listen, man, those are going for, what, $395? I might try to lift a pair myself. <laughs> I'll tell you that. I don't know. I don't know. But they're also still filming the reality TV show that the Ball family is on out there in China. Seems like nobody cares except maybe the long arm of the law. When we come back, we got two games left to cover, and we'll do it right after this on Lineup Lock Live. 
Hey, this is Greg Sussman, your fantasy football BFF, and I'm here to tell you all about the Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DAMS. All you have to do is answer four questions in a row, right? And you win two tickets to the big game in Minnesota on February 4th. Make sure you're locked and loaded in the Fantasy Sports Radio Network so you always know when we're playing. The game only happens once a day, and the show changes. So make sure you listen and watch and play the Big Game Trivia Challenge sponsored by DKMS only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to Lineup Lock Live, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane and Tony holding you down on a Wednesday. Tony, this sounds like a song perfect for your dancing style, leaning up against the wall with your lady. I think you could, uh, you know, sway a little bit to this one, huh? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely get it on. You know, you were thinking about the Celtics and Lakers. I grew up during the Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, James Worthy, all those guys. And I'll never forget the time. This is crazy, people. You used to have to wait in line to get tickets to games. You didn't just didn't go online and get them. Right? So mm-hmm. you'd get in line when the Celtics tickets went on sale, and it'd be about 10,000 people sleeping over for days. Mm-hmm. And I was going to get Lakers-Celtics tickets, and I got my Lakers-Celtics tickets, right? And while I was waiting in line, a bird pooped on my hat that I was waiting in line. That's lucky, And I, I got the tickets for the last – yeah, I thought, well, it wasn't. But So I'm going to get – I got tickets for the last game of the year, and mm-hmm. guess what? It didn't mean anything, and nobody played. Oh man, it's like week seventeen. So wait, wait, Tony. Then why are you, <laughs> why are you buying tickets for that game? Didn't you know that that risk was there? I want to. I figured it was Celtics. Late. They only play once. They right. only play one time at, at Boston and L.A. So yeah, you know, I wanted to take part in it, but uh, no, it wasn't I understand. Every, it I think that's a bad job by the schedule makers. If you want to know the truth, yeah, you know, you got to figure <laughs> that that is a prime time kind of matchup that people want to see. They want to put that, you know, in the middle of the season when it still means something. You know what, Tony? I don't blame you. I blame the schedule makers for that one. You know, you're not putting like now they're putting division rivals in the last weeks of the season in the NFL. They need to remember where the rivalries are. I uh, I'm, I I retract. I retract any negativity towards you, Tony. I think that was all about the schedule makers, in my opinion. We've gone through uh, three of the five games on the NBA slate, and Tony, 35% of the people agree with you that Marcus Smart could be an interesting uh, cheap option at shooting guard today. They like him. Marcus Smart for 5,300 in the poll. The people also are agreeing, you know, at small forward, they are split between Aaron Gordon at 7,200 and my guy Kyle Kuzma at 61. So uh, I think maybe they're listening because the line definitely moved. Last time I checked, it was Aaron Gordon. Maybe I compelled some people about Kyle Kuzma. I think he's an incredible play, especially with that true shooting percentage up over 60%. All right, our next game, Tony, as we look at the slate, it is the Miami Heat traveling to Phoenix to take on the Suns. A little bit higher of a total in this one, 214.5. Interestingly enough, though, the Heat are road favorites. They are getting 5.5 given five and a half points when they travel. Listen, when I look at the Heat, you said that a bunch of the top plays were centers. Is Hassan Whiteside among them? 
You know what? I don't like playing him because he's so up and down. I was looking at his last five games. He has two 50-point games, a 36-point game, and then like a 13 and a 14. But he's 7400 bucks. If he puts up a 54-point game and you don't have him, you're done. So you get stuck playing this guy no matter what uh, in tonight's contest. He is absolutely the number one play. I think him or Stephon Curry is the number one play to put in your lineups tonight uh, with that cheap price tag there. Now, Tyler Johnson, if you guys were thinking about playing him, he missed the shoot-around this morning. And with the late start, I don't have any confirmation if he's going to play or not. Uh, so he missed the shoot-around. They think it's sickness, but I don't have anything there. I like Hassan Whiteside. I like Goran Dragic. I'm not using Dragic, but Whiteside's the guy I'm using. I was going to ask you about Dragic because, I mean, listen, this Phoenix backcourt can't play defense at all. Dragic's going to have no. the ball. yep. In his hands the entire time, usage rate up over twenty four percent, and at sixty eight hundred, that's not you know that's not incredibly expensive. So I can see Drogic being a nice play in lineups uh, if you think that you know Phoenix can d up. Yeah, absolutely. He could definitely be in there uh, for people to use tonight. If you play multiple lineups, he's definitely going to find your way into one of those lineups. Uh, they're dead last against point guards. They're second to last against shooting guards. So uh, go ahead and take advantage of that. Dion Waiters, he's another guy. We talk about guys with no conscience that yeah. just keep shooting and keep shooting. Dion Waiters, I mean, LeBron James wanted to choke him at times. Yeah. No, I told you, every time you bring up Dion Waiters, I'll tell you, he was doing that at Syracuse, too. I saw him in the Dome a few times doing that. Let me ask you about Phoenix, and when it comes to Phoenix, I'm looking at this backcourt. Devin Booker, we know, is kind of a stud, but you've mentioned a few times Mike James at a bargain basement price at only 5200 Do you like any of the Phoenix guards tonight, Tom? I like the Phoenix guards. Um, I'm not going to use any of them, but if I was going to use one of them, I would actually go to the back of Tyler Eulis, who's mm. getting more and more minutes, and he is going to have an opportunity. He's got 20%, 1% usage rate when he's out, out in the court at 3700 bucks. He's a guy in this game I think that could actually uh, make things happen. But there's one guy that I think has to be in your lineups tonight, Alex Len. It mm. looks like Tyson Chandler is going to be out of this contest tonight. I won't have definitive word by 7 o'clock, I don't believe, uh, but he's trending towards being out. They traded um, for Greg Monroe, who's not playing in this game. So Alex Len, the only problem you have with Alex Len is sometimes he's so poor defensively that he gets in foul trouble. If he doesn't get in foul trouble at 48 tonight, he delivers 30 fantasy points. All right, so that could be an interesting option if you want to save some money in the front court. Our last game on the slate tonight, Tony, and this is the game – with the highest total, with the most star power, I can see a lot of people using people from this game. It is the Minnesota Timberwolves in the Bay Area to take on the defending champion Golden State Warriors. 229 is the total in Vegas. The Warriors are 11-point favorites at home. What I think is also very interesting, Tony, is as you mentioned, Kevin Durant will not be playing in this game. So for me, then I think Steph Curry, I think Klay Thompson – I think Draymond Green all get a bigger you know, share of the usage and the opportunity. You've mentioned Steph Curry. Why, uh, why Steph Curry over, say, Clay Thompson? Oh, I, I think you use them both. I'm using them both, uh, to tell you the truth. Um, when you look at Steph Curry, he just they both these guys are going to get more shots. And Steph Curry, 
uh, is the guy with the ball in his hands coming up to court, mm-hmm. and he's going to give you a good opportunity. Now, the only negative that I have on Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson gets more shots here. I mean, we're all of a sudden we're going to lose 20-plus shots with Kevin Durant out of the picture. Clay Thompson is going to get more shots, but he could get Jimmy Butler on him, who's one of the better defenders right. in the league there. I still think with that offense that it won't be a, a bad play. So to me, Curry and Clay Thompson are staples in this game. Then it get, it opens up the door, too, to a lot of guys playing. And what was supposed to be a blowout as well won't be a blowout in this one. Uh, the line's gone down to 8.5 in Las Vegas in okay. this contest. I think it opens up the door uh, for a guy like Omri Caspi. I think it opens up the door uh, for some of these guys coming off the bench, a Patrick Bacar, uh, if you wanted to go a little cheap there. And I think Andre Iguodala can be playable tonight. The other side of the game is interesting because – I think the Minnesota Timberwolves, Kyle Anthony Towns, there's no one there to cover him. Exactly. Like Zaza Pachulia can't get it done. So I really like him a lot tonight. The problem is we had all those centers. So I don't think he might he might not be well-owned tonight. He might not be as much owned as we think. Jimmy Butler's price is so intriguing at 6900 We're talking about a guy that was a marquee player. The stats that we're using for the show says his usage rate is at 18%. I was at another site this morning doing it. They had him at 15% usage rate. So he's not involved in the offense, but I'm so intrigued in a game with a 229 total that he has to at least be looked at. I kept him out of my lineups tonight. I think Jeff T can be used at 6,500 in this game because Stephen Curry doesn't play any defense as well. I think that you have options here. So Kyle Anthony Towns is a great play. There's a lot of great centers. I think Taj Gibson at 4,500 could be a guy you could play. And Jimmy Butler's intriguing. I did not use him because of the low usage rates. All right, fair enough. And it looks like a lot of the people on our polls agree, Tony. And if you want to follow along on Lineup Lock Live here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, we put the polls up at the Tony Sincata at Spittin' Speeds as well. Tony, at the point guard position, 53% of the people are spending up to get the chef, Steph Curry, in their lineups at 9,300. I'm intrigued at the center position, though, when the big, uh, you know, the highest totals on our poll, at least, are Hassan Whiteside and Carl Anthony Towns. Whiteside at 7,400, but Cat at 8,900. Uh, Tony, break the tie for me from the people here. I kind of think Cat has a matchup where he can go off because, like you said, Zsa Pachulia or anybody else in that front court cannot contain Carl Anthony Towns. I could see him putting up one of those 2020 kind of games tonight. I'll answer it without answering. Here's what I, I, I agree with you. I think he could put that up, and I think that both Lee, so can the uh, center in that game against Phoenix, who is absolutely yeah. Hassan Whiteside going against Alex Len. Uh, Tyson Chandler, if he was there, he's more of a defensive player. So I could see them both doing that, and the way I'd handle it is that I'm a, a 100% sure what Kyle Anthony Towns is going to give me. I would play him in the cash games, and where I save the $1,500 and I'm playing for upside in a GPP tournament – that's where I would go with Hassan Whiteside. Fair enough. You've taught me well, Tony. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Or you could do what I did in one lineup. Use them both. Really? Okay. But that's, that's spending some money, though, Tony. Then where are you saving? If you're doing that, where are you saving that money in the backcourt? Courtney Lee? Yeah. So, uh, no, I, I still have Stephen Curry in there, but I do have Courtney Lee as a, uh, a shooting guard. And when we get to the uh, – I don't have it right in front of me. When we okay. get to the end of the game – I will keep the lineup with both those guys in it. 
Uh, well, so I get two lineups tonight. Now one of them has both those players in it. Fair enough. It sounds like Tony. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you fit in Hassan Whiteside, Carl Anthony Towns, and Steph Curry into a lineup tonight. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Yeah. That is definitely the one I want to hear about because Tony, you are <laughs> hot. You are hotter than liquid hot magma after your hit last night. So I want to know how I could fit Carl Anthony Towns, Hassan Whiteside, and Steph Curry in this lineup. And we're going to get your lineup at the end of the show. What we're going to do after the break is we're going to turn our attention to the running backs for Week 10. We've got some poll questions up. And unfortunately, one running back that I really, really like is not in either one of those polls. So we're going to discuss your guys, and then I'm going to make my pitch. And I think you're going to like it this time around, Tony. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sinkata. Lineup Lock Live. We are presented by DailyRoto.com, and we're helping you win that cash right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on right back. friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the DraftKings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Welcome back to Lineup Lock Live right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. We are playing the roles of the ghetto superstars. That's what this is, Tony. This is a little ghetto superstar. Are you familiar with this? It was uh, Maya, who was a uh, popular R&B singer back in about the mid-2000s or the late 90s. Yeah, you know what? I think I've seen her video a couple times, um, usually uh, in my room with the lights off alone. Fair enough, fair enough. A specific time of the day is when you check out Maya. I ain't mad at that. But let's turn over to the running back position for week 10 of the NFL season. We got the poll questions up. These are the guys Tony believes are the best buys. I like it because one of my running backs are in this poll and one of them's not. So I'll get to bounce an angle off Tony in a little while. But here are our top four plays here. We got Le'Veon Bell at 9,800. Jordan Howard at 6,100. Excuse me, against the pack. We've got Melvin Gordon and Leonard Fournette. They face off against each other. Melvin Gordon at 7,200. Leonard Fournette at 84. Tony, let me start with Leonard Fournette. Remember, he, uh, you know, he had to sit in the corner. You know, last week with the dunce cap on, he missed picture day. I think there's some more behind that. Do you uh, buy that he might be coming out running angry? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a good matchup. They're 22nd in the league at allowing points to running backs. We're looking at a guy that's coming off three successive games of 24, 34, 24 fantasy points. And I think there's an opportunity here with that uh, Jacksonville defense to really take it to Phillip Rivers and get some turnovers in this game and create some short fields for Leonard Fournette uh, to come out and uh, put the ball in the end zone. That's what he does every time he plays is get in the end zone, and that's what we need for, for fantasy purposes. Fair enough. And uh, I'm glad you said that because I did want to ask the running back that I do have in my lineup already, and we'll reveal our lineups at the end of the week on the Friday edition of Lineup Lock Live. Tony, it's Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon at 7,200. And I know that, you know, 
Teams have struggled via the pass against Jacksonville, which you mentioned you think they could do the same to Phillip Rivers. But they have allowed people in the run game to do a little bit of work. And the Chargers, they have been getting the ball to Melvin Gordon, you know, swung out of the backfield as well. I expect Melvin Gordon to touch the ball, you know, over 22 times in this game. And I think he could actually get some production even against this catch scratch fever defense. I agree. The only hesitance I have, and it has nothing to do with Melvin Gordon against a run or pass, because I think, you know what, he's that good. We've seen him yeah. get targeted, you know, double-digit times in the passing game. Mm-hmm. So he's going to get the ball. But he's been getting less touches because of a foot issue. And last game, even though he put up 23 fantasy points, he had 14 carries, and he only had two targets and one catch. Before 18, but the game before that, 25, 20. 17, 18 carries, eight targets, eight targets. We need to get back to that workload, and they're going to need him against Jacksonville because they're going to have to go to the short passing game, and this is where Melvin Gordon comes into play. I think he gets, if he's healthy, he's getting five or six catches in this game. Yeah, that's what I'm banking on as well. And if you remember, Tony, the Chargers are coming off a bye, so hopefully he had that extra time to rest up, get healthy. But yeah, Tony, 12 targets against Oakland, eight targets against the Giants, eight targets against Miami. He also has games of 25 carries, so I think he could do something as pretty much their only option because we've seen quarterbacks struggle against the cat scratch fever. Let's, uh, let me ask ask you about Le'Veon Bell. Okay, Le'Veon Bell, in my opinion, the number one running back, the number one player in all of fantasy, but he's going for 9800 This is a high price tag. You gotta love the matchup, but could this be a matchup that's so tasty in the pass game that they look to get Big Ben and, dare I say it, Martavis Bryant rolling? And uh, don't get me wrong, Lev Bell will get his touches, but is it justified, the $9,800 price? I think sometimes you get what you pay for, mm. and I think at this time it's one of those times. you got to have him in your lineup because you know what? They might throw the ball, and they might throw it all over the place. Vaughn Davis is out for the Indianapolis Colts. Mm-hmm. They have nobody that will cover Antonio Brown and match up against him. So if they want to use Bryant Schuster on the other side, you could imagine what the kind of a field day. So they could do whatever they want in this contest. But the thing with Le'Veon Bell is he always gets his no matter what. He's going to catch the ball. He's going to run the ball. He's going to touch the ball 25 times no matter what happens in the game. So against this Indianapolis defense, I think he's a play. And you know what? Ben Roethlisberger, we talked about quarterbacks yesterday. We didn't really talk about him. I'll tell you what, he's not a bad play this week. If you're in one of those leagues where people have got all fed up with Ben Roethlisberger mm-hmm. and he can't win on the road and he can't do this – in this game against Indianapolis, I think he's a good play this week. Yeah, I'm actually staying away from Lev Bell this week, but it is because I'm stacking Big Ben with Antonio Brown. Let's look at the other poll you have up, Tony. We got more running backs to consider. Lamar Miller at 7,200. Todd Gurley, who many people believe could be in the running for MVP this season. He's at 8,700. Alvin Kamara at 6,900. And then I want to ask you about these New York Jet running backs. You put them both up in the poll, Matt Forte and my guy boom boom be loud pow pow but first things first which of the jets running backs do you prefer i'll tell you what you might not have to make that decision uh matt forte missed practice today his mm. knee swelled up after that game and we've seen this happen a couple times with matt forte i liked matt forte coming into the week uh then that news came out right. and so if it's me and they both play it hurts it's such a great matchup that tamper defense has been absolutely brutal uh but 
I just want one of them to be the play there. So I think if Matt Forte's out, I would play Bilal Paul. All right, fair enough. Let me ask you about Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara getting a huge share of the votes in our poll. 44% of the people are going with Alvin Simon and Theodore Kamara at 6,900. Tony, they're facing the Buffalo Bills, and the Bills have, I believe, like the third or fourth best defense in terms of points per game allowed overall. And this Saints offense, they have been humming. They have been scoring points. But in a non-conference road spot outside in the Northeast in November, might this be a little bit different for the Saints offense this week? Yeah, so here's the thing. I I can't believe he got that much of a percentage of the vote. And, but I can make the case for him and against him. One is that the Buffalo Bills are 23rd in the league, allowing points to running backs. And it's mostly catching balls out of the backfield. Okay. And I think Drew Brees will not be able to get the ball downfield. He's a guy that hasn't played as well this year than the Drew Brees we're accustomed to seeing. And then we go in Buffalo. The weather is not supposed to be good again. Um, so I get a lot of short passes to Alvin Kamara, and that's what people are banking on. But this Bills defense is good. Right. They've had a rest coming off that game on a Thursday night against the Jets. And they're going to take the Saints team uh, that's playing outdoors. And I just look at this as a game I'm going to stay away. I don't even like Drew Brees in this game. And this is a crazy situation. Even though Drew Brees is underachieved, you still don't cross him off because of the number of throws he usually puts in. Uh, but uh, I can get the Alvin Kamara love, and I don't get it. I'm not using him. Yeah, I would stay away from him. You know, listen, I love the Saints in the Dome. I like them less so against a good defense outside in the Northeast uh, against an unfamiliar opponent in November. Let me ask you, Tony, about why Lamar Miller is on your poll. He's only getting 6% of the vote, but you must like him on some level at 7,200. Lamar Miller facing the Los Angeles Rams. But, Tony, Dante Foreman actually had more carries than Lamar Miller last week. I'm worried about this being at towards the end of the season, the younger running back getting more and more opportunity. I might see it in places here. You might see it in Indianapolis with a guy like Mack. You might see it in Denver with a guy like Booker as well. Why do you think Lamar Miller not only holds off Foreman but is a viable DF play, DFS play this week against the Rams? You look at this, they're 31st in the league allowing points to running backs. And the one thing with Lamar Miller with that quarterback situation is he was targeted four times. The guy's just trying to get rid of the ball, and I think Lamar Miller is going to get in the passing game. Now, what Houston has done with Donta Foreman is a little crazy, is that they didn't dress him two weeks ago mm-hmm. because of the whole situation involving the, practice, yeah. uh, the uh, owner. Yeah, the owner, and then they brought him back this week. But I don't think Donta Foreman is going to be used in the passing game, so I think Lamar Miller, you know what, they don't want to give him 15, 18 carries, but he had that the last three games. He had 21 attempts, 15 attempts, 15 attempts. I think he gets back to 15, but I think he gets five or six uh, pass-catching ability there. And a lot like Melvin Gordon where we talk about, you know what, you can stop the run all you want. The guy still gets in the game because he catches balls out of the backfield. I still think the same with Lamar Miller and the $5,200 price tag is appetizing against this defense. All right, fair enough. Do you think the same thing about Jordan Howard at 6,100? Jordan Howard facing the Green Bay Packers. We've talked about him, an underrated kind of bell cow because Tarek Cohen is just not getting opportunities, carries, touches. Jordan Howard is someone who could probably touch the ball 20 times going up against Green Bay. Is that the formula for a viable play at 6,100 for you? I'll tell you what, most of my teams, uh, I'll tell you the backfield right now, most of my teams are going to be Le'Veon Bell and Jordan Howard, okay. putting those two together. 
I look at that Green Bay defense, and their offense is absolutely killing them. Yeah. They're on the field too much, and it looks like that team has fallen into oblivion. They're going to go to Chicago, play a game on the road. The Bears play a lot better on the road, and they, they give this guy the ball 30 times a game. I, I see that continuing. I think Jordan Howard comes up huge in this game. Yeah, okay, so there you go. There you guys have it. On the polls, though, Tony, and, uh, you know, you got to take stock of this as we look to build the people's lineup on the Friday edition of Lineup Lock Live. 38% love Le'Veon Bell, followed by Howard, then Fournette, then Melvin Gordon. And the other poll, we got Alvin Kamara as a runaway leader over the potential MVP of the league, Todd Gurley. Followed people by love him. Yeah, people absolutely love Alvin Kamara. Either I, that either that, or Sean Payton's got a lot of Twitter accounts. No, nah, I think they're just going with the recency bias, but I don't think they realize the non-conference road situation in the Northeast outside in November and what that can do to the Saints. But then uh, people like Todd Gurley, 36%, one of the Jets running backs at 14 followed by Lamar Miller at 6%. Tony, I got to tell the people uh, on Roto Experts in the morning this morning, Nobody got past the first question yeah. on the DKMS trivia contest to go uh, up to Minnesota with Justin Timberlake. So uh, on Frenzy tomorrow and on On Target Fantasy on Friday, do you think people can at least get up to level three? I, 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 I'm thinking they can. You know what? When we come back, I want to talk about this. I'm right. mad at host Sussman. Let's do that. I want to hear your gripe with Sussman. I got a running back for you too, Tony. We'll come on back and chop it up about it. Lineup Lock Live. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Where do you look for when it comes to the second game of a back-to-back? The lock goes into it, too. How big was the travel? Where are they coming from? Is it a four-game road trip or is it a five-game road trip? Is it the front half? And even the front half, it can cause you problems because what happens is the team gets down by 10, 12, 15 points. Then all of a sudden, they pull everybody out of the game and save them for tomorrow night. Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. FNTSY.com slash radio. You know that day when Ice Cube messed around and got a triple-double? I have to say it was a good day. It's going to be a good day for you on Lineup Lock Live when we hit with this lineup that Tony's about to give out. But, Tony, when I talked about the DKMS contest, these guys were doing a big partnership to help fight blood cancer. We're doing the contest on different shows. If you answer four trivia questions correctly, you could go up to the big game in Minnesota. But you had a little bit of beef with my man Susmania. What's going on? Oh, yeah, Susmania. So the guys were getting it wrong today, and he was, he was getting frustrated. He says, man, these are easy questions. I can't believe they got it wrong. He got four – name me the four quarterbacks picked in the first round of 2014. Susmania, relax, man. If I put you on the other side, you mm-hmm. ain't getting them right either. These people got pressure on them, man. you got to counsel them. You never see my guys – uh, Richard Dawson back in the day, he was kissing people. I will tell you this, though, when you talked about other game show hosts, that's part of the reason I actually hate Alex Trebek for the same exact reason. He's got the <laughs> answers to all the questions, and people are like, yeah, what is, whatever, yeah. and then he's like, no, I'm sorry, in a very condescending way. He's got the answers right in front of him. I understand what you're saying, but maybe uh, you know our fans will get it going and keep on you know, being competitive for yeah. the tickets. Tony, I mentioned I got a running back. I want to get your thoughts real quick. I got one quick NBA note for us real quick. Go ahead. The Knicks, there's rumors 
Mike Beasley might start tonight. Yeah, five hundred dollars. He is. Risk. He is. I'm seeing it right now yeah. on MSG over here at Studio Thirty Four. They did just put him in the starting lineup. Tony, if I told you I got a running back that's facing the thirtieth ranked defense, if I told you I got a running back that the last like three weeks in a row has averaged something like fourteen rushing attempts and nine targets, and I told you that that team in the last two weeks also lost their number one wide receiver and their tight end, would that be something you would be interested in? Oh, now I don't know who it is. I thought it was Carlos Hyde. It is Carlos Hyde. It is Carlos Hyde. Carlos Hyde at only 6,700 on FanDuel. No Garcon anymore. No George Kittle against the New York Giants. This is a guy, 11 targets last week, 9 targets, 8 targets. That to go along with 12, 13 carries a game. There's no one else left in San Francisco. I got to be honest. I think uh, everything's gone wrong there in San Francisco that I just say, you know what, this will be the next thing that goes wrong. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he's a good play in that game. Uh, with, with, in that game, yeah, he's certainly a play, and he's a guy I could look. He just gets so much featured there in the quarterback yeah. situation. Now they're even talking about Jimmy G. and Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, yeah so we shall see. You're going to go Lev Bell and Jordan Howard. I'm going to go Melvin Gordon and Carlos Hyde. We shall see. But let's talk about the association tonight, Tony. Your lineup cashed and hit last night. Let's do it again for the people. Who you got tonight on a Wednesday? Uh all right, so here's what we got here. We got to uh, just do a quick uh, update there. As uh, you know, news is always fast and furious around right. this time of night, and we got things going on uh, a little quick and crazy. So here's the lineup I got with the, all uh, the big men in it: Stephon Curry, 9300; Marcus Smart, 5300; Courtney Lee at 4200; uh, Marquise uh, Morris, uh, 4000; Kyle Anthony Towns, 8900; Tim Hardaway Jr., 6100; Alex Len, 4800; and Whiteside, 7400. So I have Whiteside, I have Towns, and I have Stephon Curry. All in there tonight. It sounds like uh, Marcus Smart is the guard play that allows you to do a lot of that. Marcus Smart at only 5,300. That's the lineup you need to know. Tony, tomorrow on a Thursday, I think we got another five-game slate in the association tomorrow. So we'll cover those games, and then we'll take a look at the pass catchers, the wide receivers, and the tight ends. You know who we will not be covering, Tony? It's the black unicorn, Martellus Bennett, who was cut by the Green Bay Packers today. I find uh, I find that he's going to wind up catching on with a contender somewhere quick. It sounds like he failed to disclose a medical issue, and he got sent packing. Well, it's a tough way. I'll tell you what, he's probably happy about that, like LeGarrette Blunt back in the day. Yeah, true enough. And I make it a point to disclose all of my medical conditions to everybody that I'm talking to. But I digress. We can talk about that a little bit more tomorrow. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. Lineup Lock Live. Get that cash. We'll see you tomorrow.